You're listening to the Full Count Podcast with Sean Halpin and John Huck. Dude, they don't even know what they're doing. What are they even talking about? Just start the damn show. All right, guys, you're listening to the Full Count Podcast with Sean Halpin and John Huck, episode 70 on a slow, slow sports news day. Such, so slow. <laughs> so slow. How you doing, John? Good. How are you doing? Dude, have you, uh, have you had the pie yet? You're in New York, right? I got a, I got a cab and a slice already. I'm asking everybody. <laughs> Did you get off the that shit, dude. Did you get you off ask the- everybody, you, you go, hey, where can I get a cab and a slice? And when they tell you, you go, forget about it. And you walk away. They love that shit, <laughs> And you pop your collar on your leather jacket and go, goo goo. It's not really, it's a pleather. It's an eight ball pleather jacket. But yeah, definitely pop collar. <laughs> you didn't wear the USA one with the big flag no, on no, the back? No, no, no. I didn't, I didn't bring the USA one because um, I'm here for a wedding and that's not very American. But you brought the Coke, right? Oh, dude, tons of it. Tons of coke. <laughs> <laughs> so we have Scott Bowser in the studio. Hey, everybody. Oh, what's up, Scott? How you well, doing, man? I'm doing great, John. How are you doing? I'm good, dude. I'm good. A little stressed, but I'm good. And uh, we saw Scott Bowser at the uh, John Huck birthday extravaganza the other night at that bar. Oh, yeah. Ten horn flat. Ten horn flat. Howie doesn't want us to uh, talk about... <laughs> How he doesn't uh, want how, us. And how he's in studio just standing in the corner scaring people. Yeah, don't talk about Tin Horn Flats. Yeah, because they, <laughs> they, they made a mockery of Howie, and he doesn't care for that. That's they, why he continues to talk to us. They have his picture in the bathroom, and uh, they just, it's on where you pee in the urinal. I was going to say, it's, it's, <laughs> so it's, just, it's taped to a <laughs> urinal cake. <laughs> All right, John, so. Uh, Dude, so this I just guy? landed in New York, and I got on my iPhone, and I saw that uh, Sterling got a lifetime ban from the NBA. Yeah, you didn't get to watch it. It was well. I mean, you'll get to see it again probably two thousand times on Sports Center. Right. But it was it was pretty amazing. Well, everyone's saying that uh, Adam Silver is the guy's name, right? The, yeah, uh, commissioner. Yeah, everyone's saying that guy fucking killed it. I just wish they would have a commissioner Gordon. One time <laughs> to be the condition commissioner. Uh, that would be pretty phenomenal if you were like commissioner of a, a sporting league and you were last name was Gordon. <laughs> and all you and the only time you talk to other owners is when you talked on a red phone that was under a glass cake plate. If I was an, if I had an important job, I would have a red phone definitely. Yeah, you got to have the red phone. Yeah. So uh, so you saw the. Uh, Banned for life, can't do anything with with basketball. Um, Two point five million dollar million dollar fine. Dude. Well, well uh, what Scott was talking about, that's like forty bucks to him, right? Yeah. For, well, yeah. Go ahead. The average American what would be forty dollars for us uh, is two point five million for Donald Sterling. So right. it's really just a drop <laughs> in a bucket. That's like my uh, half of my bar tab. Right? Did you? <laughs> Did you hear what twenty five million? Forty dollars. <laughs> oh, um, did you hear? Um, who was it that was? Oh, Charles Barkley had said uh, he was like, I don't know if making forcing this guy to sell a team for a billion dollars is a punishment. Exactly. You know. Yeah. It's like, but but you can't keep him. I just don't see how you could keep him around. He'll he'll probably just judging on his stupidity and ignorance, he'll make this difficult for everybody. 
but eventually he will be kicked out. Yeah, it kind of draws parallels to the Marge Schott thing, where in 1996 she was given the lifetime ban from baseball, and eventually it was two to three years later when they were finally able to get her officially out right. as far as the sale of the team goes. Right. Yeah, exactly. Well, well, we were talking about how if he still has family members running the team, he's still going to have an influence on the team. Well, yes and no. It doesn't seem like his family cares for him. He um, He's obviously cheating on his estranged wife with that weird... Allegedly. Half, it, no, not really allegedly, dude. It's pretty blatant out in the open. Everybody knows that she's doing her... The wife is suing the girlfriend for $1.8 million for gifts that he gave her, which I don't know how that works, but I, I mean, if I gave you a gift, can Scott sue me for that? Can he sue you for that gift? I don't understand. Well, on the people's court, they usually <laughs> just let the gift go oh, to the... Oh, guys, that's how I base my legal... Law Corner with Sean Halpin, everybody. <laughs> law Corner. Judge Joe Brown <laughs> usually lets the gift slide. <laughs> when you, you know you need a job when you quote uh, Judge Joe Brown. <laughs> Any daytime justice TV, you need a job if you're like quoting that shit. I'm watching too much Wendy, you know? <laughs> oh, that dude who dresses like a woman? <laughs> Allegedly. All right, so, but they said the Clippers in uh, 81, he bought it for $12.5 million. Now the team's value is $575 million. So his net worth is $1.9 billion. No, no, so the team is worth, a, no, you said million, you meant billion though, right? No, uh, now the team valued at $575 million. Okay, and he bought it for $12 million? Yeah. Hmm. So even if, we were talking about this, even if he lose, you know, he's going to lose everything, but he still made a profit, you know. A tidy at, profit. At, yeah, after he sells the team. Considering that he rented the, he leased the LA Sports Arena when it was decaying for nothing for years upon moving here, and then he was able to backdoor his way in under the lease at Staples Center, like kind of riding the Lakers' coattails to keep his operating costs down. I mean, yeah, the guy has been a scum. I mean, what's funny about his two point five million dollar fine is how that's only two hundred thousand dollars less than what the Department of Justice fined him for racial for racial housing discrimination. <laughs> yeah, he was, he, all his all his business dealings, he's been sued, right? Like, yeah, yeah, yeah. But, but we were talking about the uh, where you if this has been going. This is what I don't understand about the NBA. And uh, one of the reporters actually asked this question in the. Um, news uh, conference where it's like, you know, you've known this guy has been a scumbag for years and they Why couldn't now? do anything because it was almost like um, the recording brought it. Oh, everybody knows about it now. He's kind of like that, you know, the drunk uncle, the racist uncle where people <laughs> are like, oh, he's, you know, he's in the family. We just have to deal with him. But now it's gotten too big. Right. But then all of a sudden there's TV cameras on your drunk uncle and there's audio equipment in his living room. And what I love is the fact that he knew he was being recording, recorded. He asked for those recordings to happen because he usually forgot what he said. <laughs> because he, he's going to remember this. Time. Yeah, he'll probably he'll go. What if he wakes up tomorrow? What happened? He wakes up tomorrow. Goes. Wait, I do hate black people. That's right. Hey, where are the white women at? Well, this is what gets David people in Sterling, trouble. They are, Don, Donald Sterling. They are everywhere. <laughs> but see, that's what, I was thinking about that. You know, under the like, is this illegal wiretapping? That you know, yeah. Scott was talking about that. Or because if you're not, I didn't know he was. He wanted to be recorded, and then yeah, 
Yeah, he, he knew he, he knew he was being recorded every time he spoke. Well, I just like in the recordings where she, his girlfriend, goes, "Yeah, I'm mixed," and he goes, "I thought you were going to get those taken out." <laughs> does he not know what mixed? Does that mean a girl who gets boobs is mixed? <laughs> I did it a mixed girl once. Uh, she was mixed with Jack and Coke. Hey, oh everybody! Oh, <laughs> where's my booze sound? Oh. Um. <laughs> Where is the boo sound? But yeah, you know, and plus with the you know the boycotting of the uh, the game, I think it's the dumbest thing to do, because yeah, you're boycotting him, but you're not. You need to support the players. Yeah, the players and the yeah. co- coaching staff are going through a lot right now on this one. Yeah, you shouldn't. I don't think boycotting the Clippers is the right move. I think once it's all said and done, the owners will do the right thing. They'll boot him out. They'll they'll squeeze him out. And I'm hoping. I really do hope it's like Magic Johnson or Puff Daddy or somebody black who buys the team. I really. I'm voting for Pitbull. Like... That's my thing. <laughs> I want Pitbull, and it'd be um, everybody gets Bud Light Lime when they go over 100 points. The team would change their name to Bud Light. Yeah. <laughs> you know, there's actually a Kickstarter now um, to buy the Clippers. It's $100. That's ridiculous. <laughs> 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 I mean, I, I I said I got five on it, but I don't well, know. Now, are you, would you, if they reach their goal, are you going to be part owner? Well, I think that, you know, what if it was like Green Bay where the fans own the team, basically? Yeah, where it's like you're a part, civic, like you're part of the civic infrastructure. Kind yeah, of part owner. I don't know how that would work. I'm not sure. How yeah, I have no idea. That's like you're going into a realm of legality I have no understanding of. <laughs> Let's ask uh, Judge Joe Wapner what he thinks about this. <laughs> Judge Joe Wapner. <laughs> Judge Judy Joe Wapner. <laughs> and uh, what else um, with the um, – just that chick, though. Oh, God. Kareem, is, Kareem Abdul-Jabbar is all over this. Yeah, Kareem Abdul-Jabbar is knocking this one out of the park. <laughs> He's, wow, he, what did Kareem say? <laughs> what didn't he say? So what, okay, what, what didn't he say? What, what did Kareem say? Oh, I got to like look this up. Oh, <laughs> I, don't think, I don't think I have it queued. Oh, <laughs> oh no, I do, I do have it queued. I do have it queued. I do have it queued. Uh, man, what a winding road she led him down to get all that out. She was like a sexy nanny playing pin the fried chicken on the Sambo. She blindfolded him and spun him around until he was just blathering all sorts of incoherent racist sound bites that had the news media peeing themselves with glee. <laughs> the funny thing about this to me is how the NAACP is taking away his second lifetime achievement. Yeah, how, do you get, how do you get two? <laughs> Yeah, I, I, a couple of people I saw on Twitter were calling for that part of the NCAAP to be uh, disbanded because they're obviously idiots if they're giving this known... Because being apparently a known racist, he's been, like you said, Scott, he's been sued, all his other business endeavors for racial discrimination. Yeah, going back the last 15 years, you have just piles of litigation and court documents. Like nine lawsuits. Yeah, like nine lawsuits where it's on record saying that he's a bigot. And, and now, like, the NCAA, NAACP kept taking his money and these donations all these years, gave him one Lifetime Achievement Award, and then it's just a tape. It's like, that's, 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 it. that's it? Oh, okay. That, we can't give you the second Lifetime Achievement Award now. Again, it comes out in the public, and people are like, oh, everybody knows. Yeah. But the, yeah, right. It's like, because, and even, you know, UCL, UCLA today said, too, that they didn't want his money. I guess he donates to something they do. Yeah, for the, it was uh, for their new football uh complex that they're building on campus yeah and he said they said no thanks so that's that's 
at least some people are doing the right thing, but that is kind of creepy and weird for the NCAAP to, NAACP <laughs> to be um, accepting his money for a long time, knowing who he is, and then when everyone else finds out about it, it's like, ooh, we're going we're gonna to take back that achievement award. Sorry, thanks. He wasn't going to be honored with the Reverend Al Sharpton. <laughs> I mean, you can't. If, if the Reverend Al Sharpton ever shows up to my house, I'm going to go, what, what did I do wrong? Those, I mean, because well, those guys don't show up. You're about to face a, a whirlwind of uh, media in your face calling you a racist. Those guys are kind of like FEMA. They just show up when the storm is over and try to repair everything. I don't, yeah, but they like, do I don't a bad e- job at it. I don't, they're, yeah, they're about as good at it as and like, FEMA Yeah, is. I mean, no, no like... You know, no disrespect to the guys, but I don't know. Like, I don't know what they do. Like, I was thinking today, I was like, I would like to see a re- his resume of like where he's worked, <laughs> like Reverend Al Shabda or something. I'm like, he's just he's just there. He's a he's like a cleaner. He's like a he's a problem solver. Yeah, uh, or he's a, a potster. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, yeah. A lot of people are saying that too. That they he was jumping on it just to kind of make a. Uh, press for himself, but that was like you know. Of course, I, half half of everything he does is to make press for himself. Because the press for himself is how he makes his money. Mm-hmm. I think. Guess what? Being a reverend doesn't pay that well. Comedically speaking, it would have been a lot better if these tapes would have been released after he got honored with the Reverend Al Sharpton. Or, yeah. <laughs> like they, they, they like there's pictures of them shaking Me, hands. Oh. <laughs> it, would been, it would have been better if this was some sort of uh, high school hijinks movie and as he was on stage with Sharpton those tapes started playing over the PA <laughs> yes <laughs> like yeah. he's the evil dean for your college and you're, you're getting him ousted He's like, stop the tapes, stop the tapes, and the kids are like, see, we got him. It's yeah. like it's like Donald hey. Sterling, Richard Nixon. It's only completely batshit, insane people that feel the need to record themselves and all the awful <laughs> yeah. things they say. And I thought I was, I thought I was crazy because I record all my comedy. <laughs> In a couple of years, you're like, what is this babbling? Uh, this random babbling I'm doing. <laughs> well, no, my girlfriend will find the tapes and be like, "Ooh, now I'm going to sue him for all these bad jokes." <laughs> is this you on the tape, Mister Huck? It, it is. I did. I did talk about peeing my pants. I am so sorry. What's well, like uh, even with Magic Johnson coming on? You know, how would how would you feel if Magic Johnson uh, bought the Clippers? I would love it. Because yeah. one, it would it would be kind of a, a kiss on the Lakers at the same time. So I would be yeah. all for it. Yeah, it would make the whole thing come full circle too, where Magic Johnson was named on these tapes specifically. Right. Yeah. <laughs> Don't bring him to the game because he's black. Well, we, we they can play, but they can't watch. But what is that? Well, what's funny is how like the the Dodgers are having to deal with this because of Magic and Matt Kemp being mentioned on it. Where it's like it's yeah. it's, inf- it's infecting like multiple Everything. franchises across Los Angeles. <laughs> the Kings are the only team getting a pass <laughs> right now. <laughs> oh, that's because there's no black people anywhere there's near no that black team. people in the NHL. Yeah, so there are some. There are a couple. Okay, yeah, there. Are. Um, yeah. So, uh, wonder how this girl's gonna do in, in this whole thing. Poor girl, Dude. right? She's gonna <laughs> get a reality <laughs> show. She, she's gonna get a reality show for sure. <laughs> Most likely, unfortunately, Scott's probably right. She will probably get a reality show. But in in the big picture, she'll fade away into nothing. Because, one, if you really look at her, she's not even cute. She's, like, got a weird face, man. She's messed up in the face. Great body, I guess, but ugly in the face. And, obviously, um, 
she's a gold-digging, soul-sucking lunatic if she's going to even be with this guy and sleep in the same bed with him. Like, he's an old, fat, gross, wrinkly, prune-bodied fuck. <laughs> so she could do better. She Obviously, she's banged Matt Kemp. Obviously, she's probably banged Magic Johnson. You know what I mean? She's probably slept with all these other guys, too. And all she cares about is Sterling's money. The best punishment for him might be actually to make him marry her. Yeah. Yes. They get she, married, they get all their money taken away, and they have to live yeah, like regular people in like an apartment complex. They have to live in, 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 they have and, to live in one of his apartments in Koreatown, like like that movie The Super with Joe Pesci. Yeah, Joe Pesci, dude. That's a great premise for this. She, she, has has to take, she has to take care of him for the rest of her life. His punishment is he has to go live in one of his rat-filled apartments in Koreatown. Yeah. With her just bitching the whole time. And she has to change his diaper. And they have to get like an '87 Accord four door green. Well, no, because no, like two door. Two. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> no, they gotta get. They gotta get monthly metro passes. <laughs> yeah, they're riding the bus. <laughs> they gotta take the purple line. They just complain about the how the the West Side Purple Line extension is being delayed for the next ten years. <laughs> <laughs> so basically, it's a cross between the Super and um, oh, what was the other movie I was just thinking of? Oh, trading places. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. With a with a twist of little big league because we'll yeah. uh, we'll give the uh, the team will get handed down to his grandson or something like that. It, well, right now his son-in-law is um running the team and his wife they've all come out and said we don't share his views. Right, right. Yeah. And and, and they did make it clear that he was the only one in the family banned for life, not yeah. the rest of them. Well, I mean, the the team over the last few years has made a point to keep him away from free agents during negotiations and keeping just completely yeah. <laughs> keeping him as far removed from any decision making process or anything like that as possible. Like they probably just have a, a his name uh, in a stamp to sign checks. I doubt Doc Rivers has had more than four conversations with, with him, him the whole time in the year that he's worked for him as vice president of basketball operations. And it's like I've always liked Doc Rivers. Yeah, he's you know, he's handling this with ultimate class, right? Too. Doc Rivers is great. Doc Rivers was coached in high school by my next door neighbor. Wow. Yeah. That's crazy. Oh. Can, why can't we get him on the phone? Yeah, why, yeah let's get him. <laughs> 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 hey, you guys. Hey, Doc. Um, the, the Moskies told me it was cool to give you a call. Um, no, we want to talk to the Moskies, not yeah, Doc. Yeah, okay. <laughs> Unfortunately, the guy who coached him passed away, but I can get you his daughter who lives in Hawaii and is in sports medicine. Okay. okay. The, we'll do the, the daughter of the guy that coached Doc Rivers at high school. What about her roommate? Is she available? <laughs> I think she lives by herself. <laughs> Jesus. Oh, <laughs> uh, uh, yeah. So, um, did you see LeBron James uh, interview post game interview at the after uh, the game last night where he talks about he it was like so classy. He goes. You know, there are Lakers. I mean, there are Clippers. Um, you know, kind of like Band of Brothers type of thing. Yeah. I mean, it was just yeah. like so classy for him to, you know, acknowledge. And then they, they, they took off their shirts, put them in midcourt, you know, kind of a we're all together type of thing. I thought that was pretty good. Yeah, it was a, it was a nice show of solidarity. I mean, look, I don't like care for LeBron necessarily. Um, but, yeah, that he's got a point. It's not, it's not, um, you know, it's not about being against the Clippers as a team. They're they're not the racist pricks. Yeah. yeah, they're not the idiots saying all the wrong things. It's just one crusty white old piece of shit. You know. 
And like, what, I mean, really, what's the punishment of giving an 80-year-old a lifetime ban? This is going to be like Joe Paterno, where th- this is just the thing that finally just puts him into the grave. <laughs> Which, you know what? Good. <laughs> well, because that's like all he has to do now, Donald, is go just find die. a place to die. Yeah, that, The Onion had that as their as a headline. Yeah. They were, Donald, all Donald Sterling has left to do is go find a place to go die. <laughs> Well, because he's he's not he's not going to be welcomed at basketball. He's not going to be welcomed anywhere in public. And yeah, you know, it's like any good place. Like let's say if like uh, can't go to KFC, can't go to like anything good in America. He won't be able to go to because like <laughs> he can't go to KFC. <laughs> because I'm saying like white people are boring. They like say if white people have something, black people take it. And make it so much cooler and better. It's just dancing, well, you know, just it usually, music. It usually goes the other way, Sean. It's usually like black people already have it, and then white people take it and make it shitty. Well, yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, yeah, mm-hmm. it works both ways. But he'll have to, the only thing he can really do now, uh, if he wants to be accepted in public, is like move to, say, northern Wisconsin or Alabama or somewhere where racism is still prevalent. I didn't know northern Wisconsin was such yeah, a hotbed of bigotry. <laughs> Is that just because you're a Bears fan and you hate the Packers? <laughs> no, 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 no. I was, I was any... with the college up there. I think I honestly think he should get into look look into buying a NASCAR team. I think he, I think he would totally fit in on the NASCAR circuit. NASCAR wouldn't take him, dude. They're really they're really working towards ending that stereotype. Yeah. They. They wouldn't have anything to do with that guy. They'd be yeah. uh, just as annoyed as we are. He could probably own a European soccer club. They're extremely racist over there. <laughs> Super <laughs> racist, yeah. He's going to open a, um, a franchise of Cracker Barrels in uh, the South. <laughs> I think he should go into... It's just him in a barrel? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and you come in with a hammer and take a crack at him? <laughs> <laughs> that would be awesome. I'd like to see him become an assistant manager at a soup plantation. <laughs> Oh, wow. <laughs> Makes his employees live. <laughs> I just think it's so fu- Like, how stupid. It, you know, he's dating a half a half black, half Mexican girl. Who looks Asian because of her face. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> like, she looks Filipino so more than stupid. anything. Like. Yes. Filipino. Oh, man. Kids these days, huh? Oh, God. <laughs> kids, yeah, kids these days. Like, okay, I, I, was, I, mean, I kind of find that guy's name out because one of the other, uh, one one NBA player came out saying, and I'm sorry, but I got Stephen A. Smith is my favorite person in America right now. <laughs> Every time I watch him, I just die laughing because, I mean, he's he's so on point with everything. You know, he blasted the uh, NAACP. Right. And, and the whole connection with that, and he, Stephen A. Smith this morning just saying, he's just going, he's got to go, he's got to go. <laughs> it's like he's the best person to watch. He's right though, man. He is. I mean, he. There's no way you could maintain a team with that guy anywhere near the building or being associated with the team. Well, you know, and expect to support it. I read a great thing yesterday about this, where they were saying how David Stern's really to blame for this, and he really let this go on too long. And when he nixed the Chris Paul trade to the Lakers and let him go to the Clippers, he rewarded Donald Sterling for years of ineptitude and being incompetent. Yeah. And, and he was rewarded by the league in that situation. And that that's just horrible in like so many levels, right? 
And, and, and quick question, when that happened, how is that a legal move to, like, say, you can't go to that team, you have to go to this team? Well, because he, the, league was, the league was in charge running the day-to-day operations of New Orleans at the time. Ah. So yeah. he, he was acting, like, the league, like, they didn't have an official ownership group in place. The league was mm-hmm. trying to sell the team. And so he wanted to take what he said was the best trade for this franchise. When it was clearly him not wanting to like make the Lakers dynasty last any longer. Yeah, and I yeah. am I am from Los Angeles. I'm a Clippers fan, not a Lakers fan. I've been a Clippers fan since 1987, just because wow. I thought it was funny. My my right. dad had a had a sun visor for his 87 Nissan pickup truck that came with a Clippers visor in it, and I just thought that was the team we were supposed to root for <laughs> because you got a visor. Yeah, and then right, and then a year later, Danny Manning came to town. You know, they were kind of cool with Ron Harper and Manning in the early yeah. '90s. They're a fun team to watch. Well, we were talking about how the uh, the ticket prices you you could go, you would get free tickets. Yeah. to go to the the Clippers. That's like when the Mavericks started. There's like ten people there watching. Them, yeah, yeah. It was you know, great. I used to sit when like three rows the, behind the bench. <laughs> when did the Mavs come into the league, Sean? Uh, let's uh, let's let's look up Google. Oh, sorry. Okay. Because the Clippers were originally the Buffalo Braves. Uh, it was, I mean, it was it was when I was. Oh a kid. wait, 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 wait! Who were they, Scott? They were the Buffalo Braves, and they were they had a couple t- years when they went to the playoffs in the seventies, and then they moved to San Diego as the San Diego Clippers. And then in nineteen eighty four, Donald he bought the team in eighty one, and eighty four moved them from San Diego to Los Angeles. So wait, what, what were they called in San Diego? They were still the Clippers, they were the Clippers, right? yeah, when they went to San yeah. Diego. And then the Clippers is, makes more sense for a San Diego team because of the whole nautical. Theme for yeah. yeah, aren't Clipper ships what slaves came over on? <laughs> <laughs> Too soon, guys. Too soon. Am I wrong about that? Isn't that what those ships are called? I, yeah, I, I think, think so. I, I think you're right on that one. So. Uh, let's Interesting. Say, uh, 1979 to 81. Uh, 1979. Then I guess the uh, Mavericks. Mavs. Oh, okay. Yeah, because I was a kid, I would watch Brad Davis and it just like uh, Roy know, Tarpley. N- yeah, Roy. Tar- nobody was there. Nobody. Derek Harper. Yeah, I can I can name some old school Mavericks. <laughs> I used to valet for all those guys. <laughs> <laughs> Rolando Blackman. You know, just did you really? Yeah, they would. Uh, they were awful there for a while. Yeah, they were so bad, you know. And um, it was it was the Clippers and the Mavericks were the two worst teams in the NBA, hands down, every year. Oh, those the, the, the Mavs and the Clippers were really yeah yeah for yeah for years. Good for them. <laughs> they cut breaking around. <laughs> well, Mark Cuban had some interesting thoughts on this, where he said, you know, like he it's like he kind of like almost offended him to a degree. I mean, because it's like there's they're in this billionaire boys club of owning right. teams. Like, right, was, but, but Cuban also said he accept, he he likes the punishment. And oh yeah, yeah, and he will. I believe he has said that he would vote him out if. I think Cubans paid more in fines for complaining about referees right. over the years. <laughs> yeah, than Sterling got for this one-time thing. But it's that also, but it's also too. If uh, the commissioner was talking to him, he, did, he he's known him for. He said he knew him for twenty years. But yeah. one of the reporters goes, "Well, how did you not know about this?" And he's like, "Well, I mean, we talked, but you know, not about this." Hey, yeah. I gotta say now. The the bungle of the Clippers drafting Michael Olawakandi number one overall in '98 is starting to make a lot more sense to me now because Sterling was just thinking, "Oh, go to Africa to outsource my labor." Oh my gosh! 
What was it? I just, it's he, just, he should have uh, got just, a lifetime ban for drafting Michael Olivacandy yeah, number one for overall. That, one for that, one, that move alone should have gotten him a lifetime ban. <laughs> he took him over Dirk Nowitzki for crying out loud. That's a sin right there. And also, uh, I, I was just the um, the great Larry Johnson. That's who I was thinking about earlier. Wanted he says there should be an all black league. Grandma Ma. Yeah, <laughs> I'm only on board if they all dress in grandma grandma Ma and grandma Ma outfits. <laughs> but I, I just think that's kind of in a way, in a way racist. Yeah, it's definitely racist. All they want an all black league. You know, Donald Sterling probably can't even go to most country clubs because, because he's Jewish. That's the funny. Like that's the funniest thing about it. I he, keep forgetting he's Jewish. It's like he, he, this guy. You, you think I'm not saying okay? Maybe I'm generalizing something about Jews here, but you think that most Jews would have a little bit of sympathy towards discrimination, right? Right. <laughs> but that you know that's a funny point because whenever I would walk at work with Polly Shore, he would always bring that point up because he's Jewish and yeah, you know, yeah. For the the plight, yeah. So yeah, it's a, I, I just forget he's Jewish. I don't know why. Who do you forget Jewish? Donald Sterling. Donald Sterling. Oh, what do you yeah. what do you think about uh, Larry Johnson saying that, John? That's kind of oh, about having having a, an all black league. Yeah, it's kind of like. Eh. Um, first of all, uh, I'd like to see a show of hands in America who would watch an all white basketball league because that would suck. Yes, and uh, I mean, I would look first of all. It's 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 the opposite of of the point that's trying to be made. Yeah, it, totally. It, this isn't about this isn't about let's segregate. This is this is about let's try to stop this kind of thinking. Let's try to try to stop judging people by the color of their skin. Let's try to like and I, and it sounds like such a basic concept for a normal human being in the year 2014. Like, of course, I have black friends. They don't rob me. They're not animals. They're nice people. You know what I mean? Uh, but not everybody feels that way. And I, the, the real disturbing part, like I was talking to Anthony Alabi, mm-hmm. uh, he's been on the show, football player, NFL, mm-hmm. likes basketball. He's a Spurs fan, unfortunately. But um, <laughs> he, he was like, he said to me, he goes, I can't believe that in this day and age people still think like that. And I go, well, I can believe if you told me some cousin fucking no shoe wearing trailer park dwelling hick from Alabama uh, thinks this way, I would believe you. Because those guys don't—they haven't. They don't have direct TV. They don't have internet access. They don't read books. They don't—you know what I mean? They're cut off from the world and they're ignorant as fuck. But you take a guy who owns an NBA team, and you have that same belief system. There's something wrong with that guy. It's like I just—I can't. How did he get this far? Yeah, because cool, it's like I'm not surprised when like Dog the Bounty Hunter or the guy from Duck Dynasty <laughs> come come out. And, no, oh. that was—that's my point. Is when people like. Oh, the guy from Duck Dynasty doesn't like gay people or minorities. It's like, hey, you're telling me some backwoods hick who makes duck calls for a living and lives in a swamp. You're telling me that guy's <laughs> He's a well-rounded person. <laughs> we were talking. Yeah, yeah, I mean, but but at the same time, a guy who owns an NBA franchise, yeah, that is ridiculous. But I'm also not surprised an 80-year-old guy, white guy that's right. worth $2 billion doesn't, like black, doesn't like black people. I'm not surprised by that at all. No, no. I'm surprised okay. that he couldn't keep his opinion to himself. <laughs> this is this is a clip where they uh, people were, somebody posted this uh, about when Don Sterling goes back to try to see the game. <laughs> oh, you motherfuckers! <laughs> okay, all right. I'm putting cases on all you bitches. 
Huh? You think you can do this shit? <laughs> Jay! <laughs> you think you can do this to me? You motherfuckers will be playing basketball in Pelican Bay when I get finished with you. Shoe program, nigga. 23 hour lockdown. I'm the man of. Yeah, I'll probably bleep that part out. But <laughs> um, so you're saying that was the reaction of people talking to Sterling when he came back, or that's Sterling himself? No, that's talking. Sterling when he wants to go back to watch a game. Yeah. They were like, "No, you're not coming in, buddy." And then everybody, shoot, everybody turns on him. Program. And then we and then we shoot him at the end. It'd be funny <laughs> if he gets like another racist, like the that guy from uh, the Bundy Ranch standoff, and like. They kind of like put a trench coat over both of them, like little kids trying to sneak into a game together, and like they wear elaborate disguises, fake mustaches, ones on the other one's shoulders, or a long coat. Well, so and you know, because I've been watching the Mavericks, I want obviously the Mavericks to win, but now it's like, you know, I want to, I want to see the Clippers win. Because that the would, whole thing that would be the best punishment for him is them winning it, a championship this year and him not being allowed to take part in any anything. bit of it. It would be that would actually be the greatest punishment. I think would be like, hey, by the way, this thing you've worked for and you've loved for a long time, <laughs> it's not yours anymore, and you can't ever see it again live. And they won. You know. And what if like so- to have a championship in L.A. too that wasn't the Lakers, but. And what if someone knew that, you know, either Time Warner Cable or whatever his direct TV, TV is, and they just blocked all of his sports channels? <laughs> someone who worked there. They, oh, you can't get the NBA package. A, like a tight game seven, and then people just zap that- the cable in his neighborhood <laughs> to make sure he can't watch it. That would be great if they somehow could regulate him from never being able to watch basketball again. They should honestly put it like a the NBA should do like a leg bracelet on him. Oh my god! So if he goes near, so if he goes a, any, any a, not even an arena, a court, a, any basketball any, yeah, court, three basketball hoops, <laughs> grade schools, middle schools, high schools. He can't be playground. within three mile radius of a basketball hoop. It'd be funny if they put him on like a Megan'slaw dot like racist watch too, <laughs> where it's like you can look up the bigots in your neighborhood with a nice handy app. <laughs> We should put him on the uh, the pedophile watch list just because. Just because, yeah. yeah. Just like you supersize his penalty. Yeah, <laughs> it's the only That's pedophiles are the only people worse than bigots, and so <laughs> and we're tra- just going to lump you in with both of them. And tow truck we- drivers. Yeah. <laughs> so I guess bigots, pedophiles, tow truck drivers, <laughs> and then Jehovah's Witnesses. <laughs> Oh, yeah. So, uh, I don't know. Nothing else has been going on in sports, John. <laughs> Stars are out. So, I, I'm done with hockey. I'm done with That's hockey. Only... What? I said Stars are out, so I'm done with hockey. How are the uh, Blackhawks doing? Blackhawks beat the Blues. They will advance, and they will either play the Wild or the Avalanche, I believe. Uh, Wild uh, clinched that last night. The Wild clinched it last night? Yeah, no, they, they, they tied it up last night. Oh, they tied it up. Okay, okay. okay. They clinched yeah, the tie. They clinched the tie. <laughs> they clinched that tie real good. Uh, it's 3-3 now. They clinched uh, evening then, up. <laughs> the Kings, dude, the Kings beat the Sharks soundly last night, and now that right. series is uh, going into Game 7. The Kings are looking very hot right now. Yeah, the Kings need, yeah. Yeah, they need to win that. And then we got the um, are you, Rangers Flyers. Are you going to go catch any games while you're in New York after you have some pie? No, I... I looked up tickets for tomorrow night's game, <laughs> but it's like a game seven and uh, a little pricey. little pricey. You can't get a group on for that game? Mm, probably not. I can get $10 Yankee tickets, but I can't get into the Rangers Flyers games. 
Ten dollars. Where is that seat at? Yeah, it's way up there, dude. It's way up there. It's in there. Jersey? <laughs> it's, in, yeah, it's outside. It's in the parking lot. Pretty fancy. It's at the old you Yankee Stadium. <laughs> oh, yeah, so... Um, so we now, got... There's a couple things. The, the Red Wings are out, which is great. The Bruins advance, which is bad. But... Um, uh, it's it's shaped up to be interesting because I'm I was really I really thought the Sharks were going to run away with it and if the Kings can beat them that would be fantastic and if then if the Kings can beat the Ducks I think we would play the Kings that's what would happen if be we, a rematch if we of last year round. yeah which was great I went to Game Four of that it was fantastic well I mean because still everybody's picking Chicago still you know so. I think I, I honestly think that's because people are lazy and they're the returning champions. <laughs> True, I do. I, they're I, I, lazy I returning think, champions. I am. I'm really surprised that Chicago got past St. Louis the way they played those first two games. Uh, if they continue to do that with any other opponent, it will bite them in the ass. But on the other hand, the last couple games, Kane and Taves looked awesome. So. You know, who knows? It's, it's, it's anyone's cup right now, I think. Uh, it's probably going to be the winner's cup, but whoever, oh, okay. whoever wins. Whoever wins? <laughs> whoever wins <laughs> the finals is probably going to take home the cup. And now, now, you guys are really opening my eyes to sports. Thank you, because I, I thought they all shared it. <laughs> oh, man, I can't wait till the draft when Manziel goes to the Cowboys. That's going to be a good day, guys. Dude, uh, you think that's good? Because that's what they're, they've said. They're going to stop at nothing to get him. <laughs> you really think that you want Manziel on your team? Yeah, it just it adds to the soap opera. You know, I'm just like, it wouldn't surprise me. And I knew that Jerry Jones, just because of what the media will bring to the team, that's that's what he wants. He wants a circus. Yeah, yeah you know? he's a weirdo, man. He, he should hire Kevin weirdo. Costner. As I should GM. release all, all my tapes on Jerry Jones. I think he should hire yeah. Kevin Costner as his GM, <laughs> hand over day-to-day responsibilities, because he clearly did a good job in draft day. He did. He did. Yeah. I mean, the Browns have done nothing since that. <laughs> so that was a good. I think Manziel's going to end up in Cleveland. Yeah. I Look, that's, if, if the draft goes the way it's supposed to, where the shittiest team picks first, he should end up in Cleveland. Do you know what I mean? Like, that's how it's supposed to work. If the Cowboys do a... What was that? <laughs> That's kids cheering. <laughs> oh, um, if if uh, you lost my train of thought, um, Manziel. But if, if if the Cowboys pull a Mike Ditka and trade all their picks to get one guy, then they're going to have that circus. They're going to have Tony Romo and Manziel competing for starting position. Tony Romo will get injured. Manziel will start. Manziel is going to get wailed on by every defensive lineman there is in the league. Yeah, he's going to get rocked. the way he played in college, they are going to give him wedgies to the bone. And you forget that he played with two of the best offensive tackles in the country in college. Yeah. Right. He probably yeah. won't go to an NFL team with, with that good of protection. <laughs> right. He's gonna, if he goes to the Browns, there is no protection. He's going to have no shoulders by the time he's done. Yeah, he's going to get beaten to death. Uh, yeah, yeah. Well, and plus, I think he's too small to play in the NFL. That's how I feel about it. And I think... Once he gets there, and the game, it's so fast, and it's so much different than college, I, I just don't see him uh, being this guy everyone thinks he's being. Like I love how his pro day, he wore pads and a helmet, which other quarterbacks don't do. He wanted to show you that's how you play the game. 
You also don't play the game with a guy with a broom patting you on the shoulder. It's a fucking 400-pound crazy person on steroids running at you and ripping your arms from your body. Like, it's not as simple yeah, gonna, as that pro day. They're going to be know? looking to, to just demolish well, the guy. You know, I think if, uh, yeah, if the St. Louis has become the real power player here, because if the Cowboys do want to do one of these Ditka situations where they move up and trade their entire draft and next round's first-round pick, right. St. Louis has the number 2 and 11 picks this year because of that RG3 trade from three years ago. Yeah. And now it's looking like they could possibly parlay this second-round pick once again into a huge yeah. package of picks for the future for yeah. someone that wants to overpay for Manziel or, or one of these quarterbacks. Yeah. Yeah, so St. Louis is going to get all these badasses in like two years. Yeah, they're just going to be <laughs> stacked in the next two years because they keep getting all these first-round picks from everybody else because they, they're they stupid and they overvalue young quarterbacks. Yeah, I'm, yeah. I'm just waiting. To, yeah, because I, I want to watch to see what Dallas does with that to see if they're actually going to – pull that move because our you know corner we need corners we need any defensive back we can get we always go through them and then we never get them well watch out for san francisco to move up too if, if there's a guy they really like at like a wide receiver or something like that because they have i think two or three second round picks and then two third round picks so they're in a position to move up in this draft if they want to and since they don't have many holes on their team to begin with they could they could tar- they they're the kind of team that could take a chance and target that one guy by moving up for them right yeah, it will, it will be an interesting draft, especially because of th- this kind of circus mentality right now. You know, I mean, that's because I think Houston you, at number one should just go with Clowney, pair him with JJ Watt, and your offensive line, your defensive line set. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. yeah, but Houston has also said they might go after Manziel. See that? I mean, that's just a. But I just, yeah. If he came to Dallas, so what is he going to do? Ride the bench till Romo really yeah. messes up, or are they going to give him a chance? And then that's going to be the whole thing. If he goes to Dallas, people are just going to do the uh, quarterback controversy all through the preseason. You know, it's just like training yeah. camp, and it just. If he goes to Dallas, so Sean, I believe that he will get a chance for to compete for the starting position. I don't think they're just going to name Romo the starter because they've been very unhappy with him in the past. Yeah, as a community, as a team, I don't know what Jerry Jones's problem is, but I can't believe Romo signed all these extensions and huge contracts. Yeah, to get you gave him that deal last year. It's like six yeah. years. What What are you talking about? No, yeah. how about like six Bears, weeks and he's out? With the Bears getting Cutler a fucking eighty year deal or whatever it was. Like, why? <laughs> what are you doing? Day to day, give him a give him a week long contract, and if he sucks, get rid of him. Um, I know you can't do that, but uh, <laughs> <laughs> give him one of those. What are those contracts where a guy wants to retire with the team? Those yeah. one day contracts. <laughs> we'll just sign a one day contract or minor league contract for one day, and then retires is like. Uh, Let's sign him wants. to three hundred and sixty five consecutive one day contracts <laughs> to see how it works out. <laughs> Hey, how, how was the game? Good. I got to go to the contract office now. Just <laughs> sign my lease. Sign my lease. <clears throat> oh, so yeah. How the Cubs doing? Uh, Rangers uh, still looking good. Almost, almost. Rangers uh, are all right. Rangers are looking okay. Um, Cubs look like shit. They're playing the Cardinals right now. I think somewhere, probably St. Louis. Um, yeah. So, so, John, how long are you in New York? What's going on? I'll be in New York till Monday morning, and then uh, you'll you'll be back here in the studio. I'll be back in the studio on Tuesday. Yes, well, I got, got uh, I'm doing Gotham tonight. I'm doing uh, the Stand, Carolines, and uh, K 
cabin on Thursday, and then on Sunday I have um, a place called Revival Bar, and then Eastville Comedy Club. You going to do some time at the wedding? <laughs> no, I, I was started working on my best man speech on the plane, and it's pretty short, pretty to the point. And I won't be doing a lot of time. How, how was your flight? Uh, flight was good, except for it was delayed like two hours on the runway because of some mechanical thing. Yeah, engine went down or something. It, People get so pissed off. You're like, Ugh, the engine's down. Uh, let's just go. Well, like, no, no, no. It was, I'd rather they fix the engine than take off without looking at it. Yeah. And um, I upgraded my seat to more leg room, so I was just sleeping. But it sucks when you go to sleep on a plane and you wake up and you're on the ground. You're like, oh, my God, are we here already? And you're like, oh, nope, we haven't left. <laughs> really annoying i still hate when you get on the plane and those people already have their their workout you know, oh they're, god they're working on their excel sheets you're like god business class yeah just give it a break guy yeah calm down <laughs> relax okay mr overachiever that's that, those are the exact kind of people that would remind the teacher that they forgot to give you homework for yeah. the weekend uh, hate that guy <laughs> like calm hey, you down didn't, you didn't assign us anything everyone's like boo yeah. <laughs> the bell rings um excuse me you didn't give us homework <laughs> but I, I can't even open if I sit regular coach and I'm like in a regular seat. I can't even open a computer where I'm sitting because I won't be able to look at it and type. <laughs> you rested on your stomach. For me. Too tight for me, dude. You gotta oh, get Google Glass. <laughs> Step into the future, yeah, you're right. bro. I need to look like more of a doofus. <laughs> John Huck's looking at his set list on stage on Google oh, Glass. Google he just keeps tipping his head back. <laughs> that would actually be cool. Next joke. <laughs> Open I page. Mean, <laughs> I wouldn't say it like that, but you're that's saying not a bad it out idea. loud. Set list tonight. <laughs> you have to call it up. Vocally, that'd be funny. What is the next joke, please? Google Glass. <laughs> Google Glass, open joke file. <laughs> open joke file. No, not the one from 2011. <laughs> Google Glass, heckler comebacks file open now. <laughs> <laughs> Come to your work and knock the dick out of your mouth. <laughs> Thank you, Google Glass. Well, they do pull, or Google Glass does pull up my set list for 2011, and then I go, ooh, this is oddly similar to the one I have now. Gross. <laughs> Same jokes. Need to write some new ones. Same jokes, different attitude. Is that the name of your new CD? Yeah. <laughs> same, same jokes, different attitude. It just got you a picture. You're going, whack, whack. <laughs> it should be. And it's all the exact same jokes from my first CD. <laughs> uh, so you won't give us like a little bit of your uh, your speech or nothing? Just a little, little tidbit? Like, uh, yeah. Um, are you... uh, I, start, I start out, uh, hey, is it is it hot in here? Am I just chubby and coked up? All right. <laughs> <laughs> and they go, I'm sorry, wrong set list. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Uh, Sorry, Google Glass. <laughs> Sorry. Google Glass wedding speech. Now. <laughs> so is this going to be? A... Bring up my dad's funeral speech. I'm like, no, jeez. Oh, <laughs> <laughs> this is a crude picture of a vagina. Is that what? 
Money <laughs> why I do best man speeches because all the pussy I get. <laughs> you just go out there, hey everybody, I'm just here for the puss, <laughs> and then sit back down. <laughs> I, yeah, I just I I, I hold the mic like a chick. I'm like, all right, guys, hey, here's the deal. My brother, that chick, they're gonna bang later. <laughs> Any of you ladies want to join me and my girlfriend for a menage a trois? I'm in room, and then I just throw the mic down in the trash, and I leave. <laughs> Is your girlfriend with you? Not yet, no. She comes out Friday morning, or Thursday night, Friday yeah. morning. Yeah. Yeah. Ooh, yeah. What do y'all, you like, stroll? Go to that big building, looks like a... Triangle. What is happening? You got you got to spend the next couple nights now just like getting that shirtless, eat an entire large pizza to yourself, like phase out before she gets here, so she doesn't come yeah. in. <laughs> Absolutely, dude. Yes, that's. I'm going out with a buddy tonight. I'm going to go do this show, and then I'm sure I will come back here with food in my beard. <laughs> <laughs> you got to figure out how many hot dog stands are on the way from the club and back. <laughs> Oh. I'll just get a slice in a cab, dude. Forget about it. <laughs> forget about it. I got the eight ball. <laughs> we already forgot about it. What? What did you say? <laughs> what was I supposed to remember? Forget about Nothing. it. What, forget what, about, what, it. about what? Nothing. <laughs> <laughs> all right this this all this this whole racism just took it out of me today. Oh yeah. Oh yeah. That's exhausting. You're, you're exhausted from cheering. No. <laughs> Just all dirty, and then the commissioner looks like evil. He should be an evil. Uh, he does kind of look like a Harry Potter villain. Yeah, he looks pretty <laughs> freaking creepy. I'm like that guy. That's who's in charge. He's like a decrepit uh, Lex Luthor. Yeah, he doesn't look doesn't look happy. He de- he kind of looks like he's from the future. <laughs> I think come- all bald people look like they're from the future, though. I've come to run your league. He talks. I've, I've come to run your league. He talks like the Silver Surfer. I thought he. I thought he was like one of those shape shifting rep- reptilian overlords. That... <laughs> what if he just turned into a snake while you're up there? Like, Holy uh, shit! I am serpent man. I am running your league. Or he stands up and from the waist down, he's that blue guy from The Watchmen, and he's got a big dick hanging out. <laughs> uh, we like to ask a question to your dick, please. Um... <laughs> Why do you have to be out and exposed to the entire movie, The Watchmen? Hey, but... We just have a mound there. Hey, John, when you do watch the press conference, make sure you catch Lisa Guerrero where she takes him to task for finally addressing this now with him. Like, oh, so why didn't you, why'd you turn a cheek to this all these years before this? It's, yeah. It, she's amazing. She's awesome. I didn't Good th- for her. I didn't think uh, anybody would say it. Yeah. We were all did. thinking it, you know? Yeah, I mean, it was in the, it was in the room. Well, everyone in the room's thinking it, man, but she just said the truth, you know? She says what we're all thinking, and he says what Sean is thinking. She's, she's like the Bill Hicks of sports journalism, man. There was, like, there was a couple of people in there, you know, would stand up, and they go, you know, Bryce Johnson, CNN, or whatever, and then be like, Rick Johnson, high times. I wanted to ask you about... Yeah, I, saw one, I saw one guy from Source Magazine. Yeah, Source Magazine. <laughs> but you know what? There was a, a girl from... Um, like the the Harlem local radio or something like that. Oh, she asked wow. she asked a question and um, but yeah, it's just the the group of people that were in there were pretty freaking funny. Yeah, I know. CNN, ESPN, and then you know Source Magazine. <laughs> like, uh, I'm here from Vibe. Uh. <laughs> and I got a question. Why do you like these cracker ass motherfuckers? Yeah, uh, Rick Johnson from XXL Girls. Um, I wanted to ask you about. <laughs> 
How do you prefer your ladies? P. Jordan, Lowrider Magazine. Uh. <laughs> Oh, that's funny. <laughs> Clark Kent, Daily Planet. I have a question <laughs> about... I have a question for, for Commissioner... Get him! I have a question for Commissioner Richard Gordon. Gordon. <laughs> <laughs> oh, my God. Uh, we just, I think what we just saw was the plot of Batman versus Superman. Yeah. <laughs> that, that's exactly what, what? It, that was the entire movie. What uh, shit. One of them owns a basketball team in Gotham, and he's racist. And the other one comes in to fight him. What if he? What if he goes, "Hey guys, I'm Iron Man," and we're like, "What? What? No, this is not what we're here to talk about." Okay, uh. <laughs> but I am Iron Man. Please call me Commissioner. <laughs> I would. I would make everyone call me Commish. Commish. Yeah, like that old show with Michael Cheeklis. Commish. <laughs> I thought it was so funny when he was on the shield when the shield first started. I'm like, why is the commission so angry? Because <laughs> <laughs> the commission was like a lifetime show. It was like this happy go lucky. Yeah, like, yeah he was, wasn't he a good dad? He was like and a he, happy, uh, yeah, small town cop. Like, yeah, yeah, run the local department. Everything works out good and every day at the mm-hmm. end. Yeah, it all and every episode ended great. Whereas the shield, every end of episode ended, you're like, oh, feel good. <laughs> I, I don't feel good. I watch Blossom. I'm sick. Uh, oh, hey, Kareem's on. Uh, Kareem's on Fox News right now. Oh God, that's great. <laughs> is, he, is he still wearing the glasses that he played with? Yeah, but they're Google Glass now. So. Google Glass. <laughs> I want to get. I want to get those Google Glasses. Hey, they won't wear you. At a, they won't let you wear them at a lot of bars. They're banned from a lot of bars now. Why? Because you're taking pictures? You're take, yeah. You can get really creepy. You're taking pictures Jesus. of people with Google Glass. Yeah, I'm going to strip club wear my Google Glass. No, <laughs> no, you're not. No, not, not this strip club. Why are you, take that on down to Crazy Girls. Why are you laying down on the escalator, sir? Oh, <laughs> uh, don't worry about it. Just doing some work here. A little maintenance. Is that, is that guy a homeless guy on the sidewalk sleeping? Or is that a dude with Google Glass on? What's happening? Dude, upskirt beaver shots. What if a guy with a homeless guy goes, you know, asks you, uh, you got a charger for a Google Glass? <laughs> I'll be like, motherfucker. Charger for Google. Hey, can I charge my Google Glasses on that thing? I think yeah. that'll happen to one of us in the next six months. A homeless guy oh. will, will ask us for a charger for Google Glass. Uh. <laughs> I remember, like, like a homeless guy. Hey, can I get a drag of your cigarette? Definitely not. No, definitely dude, you not. Can't, you can't have a bite of my Why sandwich. You, you can have a spit? drag. Of, you can't have a sip from my beer. You can't have anything that we're, our lips are going to. Why don't you just spit in my right? mouth and walk away? <laughs> no. <laughs> no. Don't, don't ask me to do that because they will. Oh, I've heard. But we love we love homeless people. I saw a homeless. Yeah, I saw a homeless kid last night. He's like a y- younger kid, but he looked exactly like T.J. Miller. And at first, I was like, "Oh man, dude, what the last, that I thought Silicon Valley was doing well on HBO." T.J. looks so happening? Man, he's really letting himself go. And I was like, "Oh no, just a random homeless kid researching a part." I do watch that. I watch that Silicon Valley. It's a good show. I hear it's great. Yeah. I, I I have it on tape. I, I have it record. I have it on tape. I recorded it. Uh, <laughs> I have it on reel to reel. I got it on VHS, you know. I have it on 16 millimeter. It's coming out on picture disc tomorrow. <laughs> Pick it up. I'm going to go get it on laser disc. Uh. This has been 
And, and now, now for rambling. Just a lot of rambling, guys, today. <laughs> yeah. Well, but poignant rambling, I might poignant. add. Right? Poignant. Right? Yeah, there's a social conscious to the rambling. I was wondering what that sound effect was. <laughs> Which one, John? The one you love so much. Yeah. That one. Shit got real today, guys. Talk to tr- we talked the truth. Yeah. It was like a spoken word podcast. <laughs> <laughs> I don't think we should get claps. We should just snap our fingers. Because <laughs> we're beatniks? Yeah. I'm going to go back uh, and watch Stephen A. Smith, one of the greatest Americans of all time, all day. You got to watch him, John. He'll blow your mind. I'm going to go was, listen to Max was, Kellerman, Marcellus Wiley, because I know they're going to be good on it. Yeah. <laughs> they're great. But what was Steve, What was um, Skip Bayless's response? Because he's always, he's such an ass kiss. Uh, Skip like Bayless, his blood pressure was so high today <laughs> that he couldn't talk. It's <laughs> <laughs> Stephen A. Smith. Yeah. He got to go. That's the thing no one's reporting, actually. Skip Bayless suffered a massive stroke <laughs> today. <laughs> he's got to go. How you give a man two Lifetime Achievement Awards in one lifetime? Man's got to go. First of all, that is a scam. You can't give someone a lifetime achievement award twice. No, that's a hustle. Yeah, <laughs> someone's someone's getting kickbacks on that one. But I, but I still, in a way, think that they should. I I still feel like they should take the money. Yeah, like you know, like go uh, well, you're giving it to us. Yeah. I mean, because or, in, yeah, take the money or somehow force him to pay more money. Yeah. Hustle it out of him. Because uh, UC, was it USC he was going to give money to? UCLA. UCLA. Any school could use that money. Yeah. Right. And the and fans are still going to technically pay him money until he's out of the out of the league. Like it'd be funny if like you know the, all the fine money he's paying to the NBA just has to go to repair his apartments. Right. <laughs> like, he genuinely has to make improvements. Well, well, I think we. I think um, the. One of the the two point five million dollars is going to go to like charities for education against racism and stuff like that, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. And then I, we were thinking, is could that even be a tax write off for him? Um, yeah, I mean, I, I guess technically, but I mean, we know you're you know tax expert, John, or a, a doctor. I mean, you played one on TV. But did I? <laughs> oh well, we could talk about this all day. It's just a really shitty situation for the players and the fans. Yeah, it sucks. Well, well, the city's really pissed off at him. Like just in general, like Mayor Garcetti's, you know, trying to get what the city can do to him with all his real estate holdings is just make his life miserable right. with inspection after inspection and just drive him out of Los Angeles. Good. I hope they do. And then charge the people that live at his complex like a dollar rent yeah. for the rest of their <laughs> make, life. Make every one of his buildings rent control. Yeah, just yeah. <laughs> control it at $20 a month, yeah. <laughs> and um, you get free uh, Clipper tickets if, you're, if, you're, <laughs> if you live there. Amazing. Yeah, dude, I mean, that would be great. I mean, I know that's not legal. You can't do stuff like that. But it would be, it would be the inspection thing they can do. The, yeah, they, they can, can they just, can make his life living hell right. just for the sake of doing it. And if I yeah, was on city council, not? if I was on city council, like, yeah, 
that would get get me reelected to this next election. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> just, just by like my platform is just oh, I made Donald Sterling's life hell for the last years. Dude, that is funny. Vote I, me I, in. I and I'll, Los Angeles. I'll make it happen for another four years, guys. <laughs> I would love to see that campaign commercial. Yeah. <laughs> my opponent liked Donald Sterling. <laughs> Yeah. She thought he was a good like human being. I have a Kiwanis Club picture of my opponent with Donald Sterling giving him <laughs> a Man of the Year Eddie. award. They're uh, at the annual pancake breakfast. <laughs> <laughs> oh, all right, John. Well, this uh, we got to get out of here. You got to go uh, put everything. Do you, when when you go to the hotel, do you put everything in the drawers? No, not this hotel, because I'm leaving this hotel in two days to go to the hotel where the reception is. Oh. Where where your lady's going to meet you? Are y'all going to dance together, John? Probably. (laughs) You're going to do the pink dump truck? I'm going to do the pink dump truck, the pink sock, and the pink penis. They're all dance moves. (laughs) All right, John. Um, so if one if people want in listening wanted to find you in New York, just go on your Twitter. Yeah, you got, I'm posting everything on Twitter and Facebook right now. The schedule's up. The dates are out. Um, the stand on Thursday at nine o'clock. Caroline's at nine thirty. Cabin at ten fifteen, and then the stand at eleven o'clock. Blowing it up worldwide. And Scott, what, what's your Twitter, Scott? Uh, at Scott underscore Bowser. Underscore. Um, some I douchebag got Scott Bowser. Screw that guy, dude. A week before I signed up for Twitter. Google Glass, find that guy. I'm going to shatter his Google Glass. Google Glass, find his apartment number. All right, we found it. We're going to go get him. Yeah, we're going to go kill him. And you can follow me at Sean Halpin and hit us up with questions or anything. On the Full Count Podcast, uh, on our website. Do that. All right, John, so that's episode 70 in the books. We're done. Love it. Thank you, guys. Thanks, Scott, for coming in. Thanks, Scott, for coming in. Thank you guys for having me. This is a perfect timing for this week on this one. Yeah, I I forgot that you were like Clippers Masters, so this works out very well. (laughs) I'm glad to be like one of the talking heads. I'm just one of... this, this is the story so big. I've become one of the talking heads that people bring in as an expert now. <laughs> yeah, let's not use it. Let's not use the term Clipper Master though. That's uh, yeah, a, I guess that a, a little weird. weird. Uh, yeah, that was a little too far. Hey, Clipper buddy, oh, poor choice of words. Sorry. <laughs> All right, John. We'll talk to you later. All right, guys. Take it easy. You've been listening to the Full Count Podcast with Sean Halpin and John Huck. Be sure to like us on Facebook. Just search for the Full Count Podcast. And follow us on Twitter. Just search for the FC Podcast. You can also find us online by visiting our website. Just go to thefullcountpodcast.com. Thanks for listening. Bye-bye. It's raining outside. I think I'll stay indoors.